Welcome everyone. Welcome to our special trading webinar on the V32 trading strategy, a simple income trade for bullish markets. Let's just get the disclaimer out of the way. Let you know the presentation is for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors, not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk and trading options is substantial and please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Any examples and or results we show today, consider them to be hypothetical computer simulated trades or results. They are believed to be as accurately represented as possible. Keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many, many different reasons. So I know some of you are aware of the V32, but, uh, oh, by the way, we have Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Can't forget hey, about John, Steven. how are you? <laughs> I'm awesome. Um, you know, so Steve and I are here today. We're going to tell you about the V32. I've added a special bonus to the program. If you already have the program, you can go in and that you should be able to find that special bonus. It's about trading the V32 short term. It's really a fantastic strategy to be trading right now in these unprecedented implied volatility environment. And I think you'll really enjoy the extra material in the program. And to the, for those of you who do not yet have the program, I think you'd enjoy this as well. So we'll, we'll talk about that as we move along. So moving forward, let's just talk about what we're gonna talk about today. What is the V32? We'll discuss what that is. We'll talk about the V32's performance and the entry options that the strategy has. We'll give you some basic trade information and risk parameters on what we use for the strategy. We're gonna have some examples, including the new very short-term entry option that win that bonus video. And then Steven's gonna come on and he's gonna talk about trading the V32 subjectively for those more experienced traders who want more consistent returns, higher returns. V32 is a really a fantastic strategy to trade subjectively. And even if you're non-subjective, it's fantastic because of the adaptations the strategy automatically makes to the marketplace. Um, and then we'll have some cute questions and answers. And you know, you'll find that the V32 is a simple, effective, and very adaptable strategy. So. What is the V32? Well, in short, it's a. It's usually, depends on implied volatility skew curves and so forth, but it's usually a shorter term, high probability broken wing butterfly income strategy that we trade in the Russell 2000. It's a very simple strategy designed to perform best in uptrending markets while maintaining a very impressive win rate over time. And one of the things about this strategy, if you, if you take the average win rate since 2008, it's it's, it's up there, it's, pretty, it, it's, really, it's really great strategy. And this strategy, if it's traded non-subjectively, is designed for our stage three and our trader success blueprint. So if you, those of you who are not members or are not familiar with our trader success blueprint, you should come on over to lockinyoursuccess.com, L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check that out. But at stage three, the strategy includes a defined rule set for our beginners. It's relatively simple to trade. The capital levels are relatively low in the strategy that are required to trade it at its minimum size. So all those are great for newer traders, but it's also a great strategy for our stage four and stage five traders. This is because this program itself has lessons on subjectivity, has lessons on combining V32 with other strategies, and that's gonna help more experienced traders in getting the highest and most consistent returns. So one of the things when I developed the V32 is for those of you who know what the M3C is or the classic M3 trade that, let's see, I released that in 2007, I believe. The official program I think came out around 2010, but we've been teaching it for many years. But some of the challenges that traders had was that 
you know, most of the examples were with $50,000 plan capital and it was challenging to trade with less money than that. It can be done all the way down to 5,000, but you know, it's a little bit challenging. This V32, we wanna make sure it was easily traded with small accounts. Some people get concerned with overlapping trades. So uh, we do not overlap V32 trades. Unless you guys wanna do it, it's possible to do it, but you, we generally aren't gonna do that. It has fewer adjustments than an M3 would have more defined rule structure, better performance in uptrending markets, which as you know, <laughs> we've had uptrending markets for a very long time. Better performance in down up whipsaws, another very common uh, thing that happens in the marketplace. And the other thing is that this strategy is really minimally sensitive to analytical software. And one of the challenges with the M3 itself was the, the option view, the requirement for option view software, which is not uh, part of this. So if you're going to trade this strategy non-subjectively, it's long-term performance. And by long-term, I, I say 2008 to August, 2021, which is pretty much what's available for backtesting. In this, it's been substantially higher than most income strategies. Our performance on the strategy is going to be similar, whether it's uh, in option view, uh, and I say option view before 2020, we should have similar performance between that and ONE. I do suggest using ONE. And if you're going to use Thinkorswim to analyze, it's, it's going to be very similar also. It can be easily traded with as little as $3,500, assuming your five-point strikes are available. If they're not, uh, can, it can still be traded with 3,500. It's just more complex. But if you don't get five-point strikes, it's easier to trade with 7,000. Our V32 tends to require fewer adjustments than a lot of short-term trading strategies. So as far as results, and you know, these are from 2011. This is the type of results we have. We have a 79% win rate. It's really about 79.4% uh, win rate. Our average uh, win and average loss are similar. So a lot of times you'll run these, if you run the back tests, for example, on these, you'll see that a lot of times the average win is almost half of what the loss is. This is very, very close. So we like that in a strategy. Something I like even better is our largest win is 63%, we'll say, uh, or uh, let's see, it's 78, 69. This is on the capital, 35,000 plan capital size traded. And our largest loss is 4,630. So I like that my largest win is bigger than my largest loss. You don't see that very often in these types of strategies. You now, a lot of times if you back test these properly, you know, you'll have an average win rate that's 1,000 and an average loss that's 2,000. And then you'll have the largest win of maybe you know, $5,000. You have a largest loss of like $12,000. So those dynamics in the strategy, we really love. And that's even despite the crashes we've had and so forth. So really like that. Keep in mind that the record that we're showing you is partially back-tested and partially the performance of this trading strategy on options trading for income. So since 2000, I think 18, I believe, we've been tracking, instead of back-testing, we, we've been running it real-time on our options trading for income, real-time simulated. There's a big difference between doing real-time simulated and doing back-testing. Back-testing, you can really easily modify whatever you get into real time simulated, especially if I'm doing it in front of a crowd, which I am, you'll find that I make a decision. I show it on the webinar. It's, it is what it is, right? There's no changing at that point. And that's, that's very, very different, but that's what the results come from. Just so you know, 
Uh, again, we have approximately 80% now win rate. We have an average annual return over the time frame we've either tested it or real-time simulated. That's been 38, 36.8% average annual without overlapping trades. And again, checking the position once per day. So we have, the thing about the V32 is it's very dynamic as far as uh, we have entry options. So I initially wanted the strategy to be adaptable. So to be adaptable, we have a variable entry date that's based on vertical implied volatility skew curve of the marketplace. And it's a little bit has to do with the exit of the previous position. And that's the way we tested this too from 2008 to 2018, we use the variable entry option. This is gonna give us, again, the date to entry is gonna change as far as days to expiration due to the implied volatility skew curves. And then we have our 30 day to expiration option where we just always enter at 30 days to expiration. That's the way we've been doing it since 2018, primarily because it's easier to demonstrate on our options trading for income webinars. Now, one of the things that happened since we've been doing this, right? So we started doing the 30 day since 2018. One of the things that's happened is we've had a, we've had a historical change in the applied volatility skew curve in the marketplace. And with that historical change, if we take a look back at the variable entry option, the implied volatility skew curve is so flat, it allows us to enter the trade if we're using that option as little as I've seen some entries two or three days to expiration and to trade this on a much shorter term time frame. Now there are, if you're going to do that, there are other considerations that come into play and you have to manage a few things differently. And that's addressed in the bonus video, but that is uh, one of the fantastic things about this. And the, you know, the trades we've done have just been fantastic that way. Also the other, thing you can do with V32 is you can bring in subjectivity, which Stephen's going to talk about a little bit later. And, uh, you know, by being subjective with this strategy, you can really kick your returns up, get the consistency higher. So some basic trade information is this is a Russell 2000 strategy. We're using ONE analytical software. If you're using analytical software, it can also be tracked on thinkorswim and you're going to get relatively, they're going to be very, very similar as far as where your adjustment points are and what configuration is going to have. Our entry configuration uh, in general is going to be a 60-40 broken wing butterfly. In our very steep implied volatility skew curve environments, that can change, but, but that's our desired entry configuration. The example size that we're going to be dealing with today when we show the examples is a 35,000 planned capital from the far from, from the 30 day plus to expiration trades. For our closer or short-term variation, we're gonna be looking at a 25,000 planned capital. The minimum size you could trade these would be 7,000 on our longer term, 3,500 if you do short terms, if you, if you have five point strikes available, which you can call and get them if they're not available, but you know that's a pain in the neck. You don't want to do that. You can just go to the 7,000. And then on our short term version, the minimum size is going to be 2,500 if you have the five point strikes or uh, 5,000 if you don't. Okay. So other information, Generally, the trades last 30 days, but it could be longer, could be shorter using our variable entry date option. 
we're going to check these once a day and all the back testing, all the stuff and options trading for income, we're always once a day, always once a day. The only exception being if we have a holiday or something, right? And we have to, the market closes at one o'clock. So their strategy does not have a profit target. There are advantages and disadvantages to doing that. Of course, subjectively, you may add a profit target from time to time. If you're a subjective trader, if you're non-subjective, we're not using a profit target. Our expected average profit per trade on the longer term version will be 5%. The shorter term version will be more than that. It'll be closer to 10% uh, most of the time when trades go well. Sometimes it can be significantly more. Our exit loss triggers $250 per lot, either strategy, which is going to be 7.1% plant capital on the longer term, 10% plant capital on the shorter term variations. So let's take a look at some of these examples here. And I'm just going to start with a 30-day expiration example. So let's go here. So this is going to be, this is what, August 20th, 2020. And this is what an entry might look like if you're doing a 30-day expiration option. Yeah, um, if you're doing that and When uh, what we're going to do is we're going to come in approximately 20 points. We, we call it 17 to 27 points under the market. You'll notice I'm actually a little bit close to the market in this one. So this was an actual an error on entry. It doesn't really matter necessarily. So this is what we have here. And we're also 29 days expiration. Let's see. Did I enter it the day before? This is going to be September 30. Yeah, so I answered the day before, I'm a day off. So we're gonna be 17 to 27 points under the market here. The market's at 1575, that puts us at the uh, 1550. So that makes sense, I did not make an error. So- uh, Quick comment, John. Yeah. For, for, for those who are familiar looking at these uh, risk graphs, take note of the Delta, the DTE John's entered and how much capital he has on the trade. And then when I do my examples, you're going to see it's quite different. Mine's from 2017. So you already know <laughs> how that's uh, 2017, right. And you'll also yeah. notice too, right? When we go into the short-term stuff, uh, yeah. that's going to be interesting too. So pay, pay attention to those, those items, the position delta, how much capital, and the DTE, and you'll see how they vary and what that tells you about SKU. Awesome. No, thanks. Thanks for the suggestion. So yeah, so this is the strategy here. So from here, uh, we're going to enter this. It's going to be positive delta. That's okay. It just can't be negative delta. One other thing about the V32 strategy, it's a bullish bias strategy. And I was asked, what's the difference between M3.4U and V32? One of them's entry date. So entry date on a V32 is much closer to expiration. We have our variable entry date. We have um, different adjustment parameters. We have different profit targets. and Actually, there's no profit target on that one either, but we have different dynamics within that and how we adjust it, especially when we go to rollback. The rollback on a V32 is different than a rollback on a M3.4U. And that's probably one of the largest and most prevalent differences in the strategy. So here, this is a positive delta strategy. It's always positive delta. We have a rollback at this point here of our short strikes. When we shorten our upper wing, 
So we're going to, when we do make upside adjustments, we're going to shorten the upper wing and we may shorten the downside wing. Uh, there are specific rules on when to shorten the downside wing in the program itself that are a little bit complicated to explain here. But one of the reasons if we're, is if we're over capital. So we're going to do a combination of lowering here, bringing in our upper long, bringing in our inner long, depending on the conditions to get our delta uh, flat. As we do that, that's going to shorten this upper wing. That's going to change our rollback point. All right. So let's just go here. So right now the rollback point is going to be 1550. I don't remember if this example hits it or not. Ah, we did. So here we are at 1549 which is under our 1550 short strikes. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take this off. We're just gonna reposition back into 6040, assuming we're positive Delta. And that would be the, uh, the rollback. Again, our asset price is at 1550 approximately. So that's gonna put us at 1530 for our short strikes. And there's our position there. And we just kind of click through this really quickly. We have a lot of information, so we want to go through the, the examples fairly quickly here. So this is an example of an up adjustment. So here we are on the 28th. We've gone negative delta. We don't allow that. So we're going to roll in our upper long strikes. And the lower long strike was not required to roll at this point. And this is going to be our new configuration. And just so you can see the day by day of how this reacts. All right, so we got a 53 point down move. So very big down move here. And we're now, uh, we're still over our long strike. So there are no adjustments here. Let's move forward. We came back, we're still under, we're still over our long strike. So no adjustments there. So we pull back. Here, we're only 10 days to expiration. We are now, what, down about $1,000. And this is what we have here. So this is, a, this is a tough example. Is it gonna win? We don't know. Um, okay, so now we get a 27 point up move here. And when we get our 27 point up move, we also get a big shift in the implied volatility skew curve. You can kind of see that in the way the T plus zero line has changed. And now we are minus 36 Delta. So we're gonna to have to make a, an adjustment for that. Actually, did we, we hit a rollback back here? Yeah, so we had a rollback here, obviously. We roll back assets at 1514. We're gonna roll back to uh, 1490. So this is a tough, tough example. Nice little whipsaw going on there. 
And notice how aggressively though this pulls out. So one of the things with a lot of income strategies, you're gonna get that big down move, you're gonna get the big drawdown or a drawdown on the position. And then a lot of times the market capitulates the other way. And the adjustment strategy in a lot of the uh, a lot of income trades, it's not aggressive enough to pull you out of a drawdown. You can see that this pulls us out very, very quickly. We're over a thousand already. This requires an up adjustment, requires bringing down the upper longs. And in this case here, it also required rolling up our lower longs. And that's gonna take some capital out of the position and it looks like that. Then we get that pullback again. get pulled back again. We are now uh, seven days to expiration. Let's go to following. We get our 35 point up move. That is going to pull us uh, negative delta here. So we're gonna shift by rolling it up our longs and probably rolling up our lowers. Nope, nope. So we just, we were able to do that with five verticals. Right, we bring this to slightly positive delta. And then of course, uh, we have the following day, we get another big change in our, okay, so here's this day here, um, we're negative Delta. So we wanna make this adjustment. We took this five down to 1500 and we rolled up some of our lowers. This is what we look like on the 15th, 2700. 16th, we're up into here. And I want to check too, because we want to exit when October is 30 days. So realistically, this should be exited here, and we should be starting our next cycle with, um, uh, again, the other option that you have is you can stay in and expire this, especially if you're in a really good position. I don't know that I call this a really good position to do that with, but um, this would essentially be the end of the trade. In most cases, I'm going to hit ignore trades. So here, uh, let's see the market pulled back a little bit. We're up 31.25. We made a exit at that point because this is expiration day, but realistically you could have actually just expired this. This is far enough from the market where that shouldn't be an issue. So that is an example of our 30 day to expiration cycle. Let's get into, or let's just talk about what might happen in like a 2013 environment when we have a very steep implied volatility skew curve. If you use a variable entry date, what's gonna happen is that's gonna push you further from expiration. So let me just look at the date here. The date was 42913. 42913. And this is uh, another thing like what Stephen was saying, paying attention to your applied volatility skew curve, we're now at this point, we're now 53 days to expiration. Not only can't we do a, a 60, 40 broken wing butterfly 53 days to expiration, um, if we do do a 60, 40, it's actually negative Delta. So, um, when we're in our steep implied volatility skew curves, we do allow shortening the front wing 
uh, on entry, and as well as we do with the 30-day option. We're not going to allow that with the short-term option, which we're gonna be showing in a minute. But this is the difference here, okay? Um, in this case here, this trade could go as far as long as 53 days to expiration. Generally, it's not going to go that far because typically what happens when you do the longer term from expiration, a lot of times there's an entry trigger for another trade that will be in this July cycle before this hits zero. So as uh, you know, one of the things you should understand when you're, a, when you're trading or as a trader of this type of a strategy is that when implied volatility gets really low and the skew curves get really steep, that becomes, um, it puts you in a situation where you're, where you're putting on a lot more risk in order to make the same amount of money. And that being the case, we, we generally want to stay away from expiration. We don't get really close to expiration in those types of environments. So this strategy automatically kind of keeps you further away from expiration and doing that. I just wanted to show you the entry and I want to jump into a couple of short-term examples here. So let's go to, uh, let's see, January 5th, 2021. So let's jump into that. And just, just so everybody's, um, where John, you're just picking random dates. There's no picking, yeah, right. I, I just picked random dates out of that. Yep. I know I started. So um, January. He's not looking at the charts. He's not right. This is not subjective. Making, yeah, non-subjective. Just want to make sure everybody's like. Yeah. It's still very much of a robust trade, even without any price action analysis. Right. 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 We're not really doing anything with the price here yet. Stephen will talk about that a little, a little bit, and, and that's very powerful to do that. So it's always good if you can start with a good baseline trade. So here, this is um, our short-term option. So we have some rule modifications that we have to make in the short-term options, and they're going to be outlined in the program, but I'll give you a, a, a brief uh, synopsis of this is I have to enter this with a 60-40 broken wing butterfly. And what I'm going to do is I'm, if I'm going to start fresh, right? So there's two things that could happen here, especially when using the variable entry dates. You can either start fresh. In other words, I've never had a trade on before, or you may have had a trade on before. Um, if you had a trade on before, when you exit that trade for whatever reason, whether it be a loss or whether it be a win, uh, or, you know, from expiration, or it be because you couldn't, fit my role because I because you couldn't fit your rollback criteria. And then you're just going to go into the next trade and we'll figure out what cycle we enter at that point. So if I'm doing a random date and I pick June, uh, January 5th, right? Uh, and I come in here, I'm going to check this expiration date and find I'm positive delta. I'll check this one. Uh, you know, I might check 24 first to find I'm positive, then 17, then 10. And then if I'm still positive 10, I can check the, my three-day expiration. My three-day expiration, if I put that same position on, it's going to be very negative delta. So um, that throws me out into the 10-day expiration cycle. Now, from here, 
it's essentially the same as a normal V32. I have my, uh, I'm gonna have my same rollback points, which are you know, right now is going to be 1940. If I start shortening my front wing, it's going, you know, the, for example, if, if I end up with a 30 point front wing, my new rollback points 1950. If I end up with a 20 point, my new roll points 1960. If I end up with a 10 point, my new roll points 1970. At some point, the dynamics of that don't work out and I have to exit the trade. Okay, so that's gonna be an exit trigger for the position. So if I go here, um, and let's just go forward here. So I'm only eight, uh, eight days, uh, 10 days expiration. So let's just go one day at a time. These are gonna require just, uh, maybe attention most days. Um, not necessarily, but a lot of times they, they might. So here I have a 72 point up move first day in the asset, a huge up move. Um, I am negative delta. I'm not allowing negative delta. So I'm gonna come in here. I'm going to try this. And that's gonna put me positive delta, that's great. Um, so we do that. Our capital here is uh, still within our 25,000. So really not an issue, we're still nine days to expiration. So all that's fine. I don't have to touch my, my lower option here. So I get another 34 points. And that's going to throw me negative delta. If I make my adjustment, that puts me positive delta, but now my capital is too high. So now I have to take this, and I have to roll this up, okay. And that's going to, if I roll this up, that's going to require that I uh, I'm negative delta again, so that's going to require that I have to be a little more aggressive here. And now I check my capital level again. If that's okay, that's good. And I'm positive delta, so I'm good. So I, I, I'm playing with the wings to see if I can get my delta numbers in play here. Uh, let me clear. And go something like that. And then... You know, go a few days without having to do anything. It's more days. And really, I don't think we have to do anything for the rest of the trade. So once you get up in the up in the wing there, then you can, um, you know, up in here, a lot of times there's not a lot to do. So that's $2,500 in 10 days or 10% in 10 days on, or not quite 2,500, just under 10% uh, of our plant capital in 10 days on this strategy here. And that would be one example. I want to show you another one. For some reason, well, let's go just the next day for a minute. I don't know why it's not showing me. I have a little trouble on my slideshow. So we're good now. So let me, uh, the other one I wanted to do was uh, 4044. 928, so this is very recent, right? So 928.21, so this is very recent. So let's go here, 928. Oh, I'm actually on, I'm actually on the wrong account. That's one of the challenges I have. Let's go here. This is, let's, let's run, Oh, 
let's run this one. Let's just, I, I don't know how this one's gonna come out. Let's just run this one because I was on the wrong account. So let's do this, do this here. So here is, here we are. This is the beginning date of this trade. We are eight days to expiration and I'm able to put in a 60-40 broken wing butterfly and be positive delta. And this is what our entry looks like. If I go forward a day here, all right, one day I'm up $730 and I'm also uh, behind my short strikes, right? So we got a, a 30 point down move right off the bat. Now, one of the big, big advantages a lot of times with being very close to expiration, even if you're positive Delta, if you're out here in the butterfly, a lot of times you get a decent sized down move and really not get hurt. That isn't true all the time, but a lot of the times it's actually not as bad as you think. So here we would roll the position back and our new position would be at 2,100 short strikes, but we're only going to roll it back if it's, if we, if we can roll back and still be positive Delta. So this one just barely meets our rollback requirement because um, I'm just barely positive Delta here. So if I go, if it was, if this was negative Delta, I'd have to go out into another expiration cycle. In this case, the only other available one's 14 days to expiration. So I'd have to go out there, but let's move forward. We get a 28 point up move from here. Again, a down up reversal. Um, we are very negative Delta. And we're gonna correct that by rolling a combination of rolling these down and rolling these forward, something like that. And now we are positive four Delta. Let me go, so now we're two days to expiration. We got a continued up move, we're negative Delta. We're gonna do the same thing, rolling the upper longs and roll up the lower longs if necessary. Notice I, I there is a, um, we, we do multiple examples in the program here, but we want to try, as we come into expiration day, we want to try and get our capital down uh, on this. So here is that. And then we have this day here, which we're negative Delta again, and then we hit it again, right? So what was that one? That one's eight days and Eight days, $3,400. So what's that run out to for percentage wise? That's 2,500 is 10%. So it's probably like four, you know, 13, 14% for, or so. So um, very good in eight days. So it's one of the reasons I love the strategy. So a couple questions here. Let's just, um, yeah, we're gonna field questions towards the end. So then we'll do that. All right, so that's that. And I will do, just one more quick example, and then we're gonna bring Steven on and he's going to talk about how to really crank your returns up with uh, subjectivity. So let's go to my slideshow. If I go to that, uh, it's gonna be And this was the previous trade. So occasionally you do take these losses, right? This was a, a loss of 2,400. We ended up getting a 44 point down move at an inconvenient time. So we, we wanna be sure that 
you know, we are with our trades that we are doing, um, that we're properly capitalized in the trades. So here, 928.21, when we do the rollback, so here's an interesting thing about the strategy that happens sometimes, right? When we do the rollback, sometimes, or we had a maximum loss, right? So, or an exit loss trigger, we just tagged it. We just barely tagged it. When we, when we hit our exit loss trigger, sometimes we can actually go in closer to expiration than we left. So we're actually at 10 days to expiration. Why were we at 10 days expiration? It was probably had to do with the fact with, with what cycle was available at the given time. But I go from 10 days to expiration to eight days to expiration because now I can actually, I can actually come in here and I can, um, be closer to expiration and be positive delta. Okay, so if I come in here on this day here, we're eight days to expiration. Day one, we're up sixteen hundred dollars. Day two, no change. Day three, we get our up move, and we're a negative delta here, and. That being the case, we're going to do the normal. We're going to roll down the uppers and roll up the lowers if needed. We run into this here. We're positive 13 delta. Our capital is well under 20,000 now. We're five days to expiration. We go down 22 points. And the position's up 32.70, but I'm past my rollback point. Remember my rollback point advances forward. So it's actually 22.20. So I'm past my rollback point here. So I'm going to uh, not exit the trade right away, but I want to roll this back to, this would be 2200. If I were to roll this back to 2200 and I go to 6040, I cannot get into a 6040 broken wing butterfly and have positive Delta. I go negative Delta. So now I have to exit this and I'm going to shoot out to the next cycle, in this case, only four days to expiration. I can get my uh, fantastic environment for this, by the way, right? Only four days to expiration, I can get my, my entry, and then I just move forward from there. So those, that's an example of the short term. It's very powerful. And you know, this, this will, you can take your losses short term, but, but there's a lot of money to be made in the short term market with the applied volatility skew curves like this. So uh, something that I'm pretty excited about. So let me just quickly talk about the V32 strategy and we'll get Steven on here, show you dealing with subjectivity. So the V32 strategy helps you maximize returns in uptrending markets. You can gain profits more quickly in the stagnant markets through faster theta decay, especially in today's environment where you can get very close to expiration. You can build confidence because we're not dealing with a $50,000 position size. We're using something that's a bit smaller than that, <laughs> you know, more than a $5,000 range. Uh, you can be certain of your next move because we do have a very rule-defined aspect to the strategy. So, you know, as you're newer to the strategy, we have the divine rule set as you become a better and better trader and you get more subjective. And again, you can vary from that. Uh, fewer adjustments and the adjustments are pretty simple in the strategy too. It's not a lot of complicated stuff. You can take advantage of the nasty down up whipsaws that we've had in 
so many times in the recent past that have just been killing a lot of other market strategies or, or make them, if, if, if they don't lose, it's a lot of times they don't make a lot of money. So that helps a great benefit there. And of course, if you're an advanced trader, you can utilize a strategy subjectively for increased consistency and returns. So we also have this bonus material that we added with the video with a short-term trading in Flat scheme environments, again, you know, like eight days to expiration, bam, right? Nice, nice, short, fast trades that you can do over and over again. So I really love that about the strategy. And we are having a sale on it on the program. And the regular price of the program is $12.95. And until October 19th, our basic members, only $11.95, so $100 off, $200 off for the GO members. And our pro members, only $895. So it's a fantastic deal on the program and great discounts. So I encourage you to do that. Let me just quickly show you how to get to that. So you can go to lockingyoursuccess.com, trading courses, trading strategy courses, V32, and you'll have the information here. You just click the appropriate link for whatever membership level you are. If you're not a basic member, you can join the basic membership for free and save $100. That's a no-brainer. If you are a member here, you can just come over to here and do your go discount or your pro discount and it should pop right up for you. Okay. And how many videos are in the course? That is a really good question. I believe there's four parts, John, and then the bonus video. We had, a, we, had a, we had four yeah. parts. We had a 2020 bonus video. We had now the 2021 video right. that we, we just did so the uh, segment we just added so that would be yeah. six if, yeah all right so let's uh let's get steven on here all right you want me to just share this share screen and take yes, over take, take over my friend all right let's play a little chess with the market right exactly so john walked you through some great examples of how to trade this this strategy with just using the guidelines it's not looking at charts He's not looking at any, you know, certainly not fundamentals or anything of that sort. But in the bonus video, he is using implied volatility analysis to show him where good opportunities are in the, in the, in the market and turn your capital over and still trading it by the guidelines. But I want to walk through a few examples of how you can combine the V32 with other strategies that we offer, like the rock, the bearish butterfly, so on and so forth. We'll walk through those and really boost your returns and also in that process, really become what we call a master trader, which is our stage four and stage five traders. Um, it, it's, a, it's a process, but learning how to trade subjectively with these strategies will, like we said, really boost your returns and make you that consistent trader that you want to be. So I had a few general comments about the strategy that I just wanted to highlight as it relates to being subjective, you know, having the proper market awareness and proper market expectations when we use technical analysis. Again, technical analysis is not a forecasting or prediction. We're not clairvoyant, we're not fortune tellers. We're simply trying to say, what is the most likely direction or act or behavior of the market, excuse me, the behavior of the market that we can expect and how can we take advantage of that? And if traders can get aligned, align their strategies with those market expectations through their charting, you could sometimes double your profits or more. Alternatively, it can get you out of trades quicker, take smaller profit targets or exit at key flexing points so that you're not exposing your trade 
particularly this trade, which uh, sometimes can have uh, quite a bit of downside risk in certain situations if you're not uh, monitoring that and trading it properly, you could get yourself in trouble. So it's not always about making, you know, tens of thousands of dollars per trade. Sometimes it's, or every time it's about being smart and put the probabilities in your favor. And sometimes you take smaller profits or faster exits in order to do that. And really, you know, the V32, as it is with all of John's programs, it's, it's not just about the recipe or the rote rule set. This program does a complete deep, deep dive into how to deal with varying market conditions, which, you know, John's already showed you a quick example of that, how you enter trades at 30 days and uh, in previous years, and now you can get the same posture in entering them eight days. For anybody that's been trading these kinds of campaign style or BWBs would recognize that's nuts. <laughs> nuts in a good way and that we had a lot of unique opportunity. And that bonus video that John just did really highlights that. It's like I said before, how noticing when you put on this 6040 BWB, the price or the capital that's in that trade and the delta the position tells you everything you need to know about vertical skew and how to take advantage of it and how to avoid the risks that come with it. So that's, I don't remember how long that video is, John, maybe about 45 minutes to an hour, but it's, I mean, it's worth its weight in gold just for that. And then one key component to the V32, some people may notice, they say, well, this is a constant up adjusting strategy. Doesn't that just expose your downside to more and more risk? And yes, that's true, but John's developed, you know, this technique of a dynamic rollback trigger as he rolls the upper longs down to create that positive delta, he's bumping up his rollback trigger. It's not just staying at the short strikes. So there is a mechanism in there to, to keep that trade from just getting hammered to the downside. But I think that's important for people to note. Okay, so let's get into trading with subjectivity. I'm gonna talk about some trades you could do, do it with, what does that look like and some ideas. So the first one is what I call an opportunity entry. So let's say the market flushes down into the support level, something you've identified on the charts, moving average, some kind of a confluence level, and you get a bullish signal off that. That's a great time to put on this D32 just straight up. It's a positive delta trade. You're generally going to make more when you can take advantage of the market and get aligned with it, especially when it's into support and your expectation is it's going to bounce right away. And in some environments, you could put those trades on for credits, it's particularly now, depending on your DTE. Uh, I'll show some examples where you can't necessarily do that. You still have quite a bit of upside risk. However, we can still do some things to trade to uh, take advantage of moves into support. Also, like I talked about earlier, is uh, your subjectivity comes into play in exiting the trades. If you get a bearish signal in the market or if you've come into clear resistance, you don't want to stick around in the trade. There's nothing left to do with the trade. Maybe you want to flip into something different. Another is using your subjectivity is entry duration. Now, this really speaks to what John is demonstrating in the bonus video and using the short-term entries. That opportunity is there. It's like John and I talked about this the other day. We probably would have never dreamed that you could do something like that you know, two years ago, but here it is, we have this unique opportunity. And if you understand what's in this program, you're able to identify that and take advantage of it. It's not just something that's blind that you didn't realize and you're still tra trading 56 day trades 
or, or further and not recognizing that. You can take advantage of recognizing price and position delta and what's happening in the vertical skew environment. On which, by the way, the ultimate income trader program, UIT, does is a huge deep dive into that subject. Yeah, and that and would be a th- great supplement for anybody who's really yeah. wants to get into, into subjectivity with their trading, for sure. Exactly. And yeah. and really, you know, it, 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 two ways, right, to add that subjectivity is your technical analysis or price action analysis, and then your implied volatility analysis. So, mm-hmm. John, provi- we provide the uh, some technical analysis skills in the FIP program, in the beginner, per, in the uh, first three stages. And of course, John does it in all the different venues. And then this ultimate income trader does the deep diet on the implied volatility analysis. But at the end of the day, a lot of it, you can glean a lot just from paying attention to the price or the cost of the broken wing butterfly and the delta that it gives you, depending on your DTE. And the fourth way we can do uh, subjectivity, which this program dives goes into in depth is combining it with different trades. The program shows you how to combine the trade, this V32 with the M3, the bearish butterfly and the rock. And I added a few here, John, that you might recognize how you can combine this trade with a Super Bowl, an M34U, which would be somewhat similar to an M3. And then the 63 bull BWB, which is that, uh, you call it the Hammett BWB, the very ah, aggressive. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's the very aggressive above the money BWB that once the market, when it comes into the tent, John then converts and uses the V32 rule set. And he has an excellent example of that that he demonstrates in one of the more recent pros sections. So for any of you that are our our pro members, you can go look at that of how he, he combines those two strategies. And then really the, the last bit on that that I want to drive home is how we gradually transition into these strategies. You don't, you can, you know, there's two ways to do it. You can be in a V32, you feel like the market's going to go sideways, but you're not sure you might drop out of that and go convert into an M3 or if the market's backing off. You could do the same thing with the bearish butterfly, but you could also gradually transition and not be drastic with uh, dropping out of one position and going to another. And that's a very effective technique to use. So you had a comment, John? Yeah, you know, I was just saying, each of our strategies are designed to teach something different and to be effective in different ways. And you mm-hmm. can, like Stephen said, you can switch from one strategy to the other, but you can also start to blend the rules together. Right. And, and, and kind of hit trigger points in the middle. Because we know that non-subjectively, each of these strategies works well in the marketplace. So as long as you're blending everything together, then you know you're still in some sort of a high probability configuration in the marketplace. Exactly. Exactly. Some examples of some ideas, some scenarios. So let's say you're in a V32, the market has outrun that structure to the upside. And, you know, markets just don't run forever. They trend, they consolidate, they trend, they consolidate, so on and so forth. When the market outruns that that position, you might expect a market stall. You could drop out completely out of your V32 and go into the rock position. Because if the market's going to go into consolidation, particularly with uh, uh, lower DTE, which is in traditional markets what the rock takes advantage of. That's an excellent way to combine those strategies. Or you can stay in the V32 and put on upside risk, which John demonstrates in the pro sessions quite a bit. Right. You could be in a V32 and get outrun. You expect a pull up, uh, 
a larger pullback, you could drop out of that 32 and go to a bearish butterfly. And again, those two, um, the rock and the bearish butterfly and the M3, John goes into the in depth. I think there's a whole, whole, video, on that. whole video on that by itself. And again, you can uh, add upside risk if you have that market expectation as well. And these are just tip of the iceberg. These are not, you know, these are just things you can just throw out immediately as far as ideas. But you could also be in a V32. You could expect the market to go into a stall. You might morph or what I call go into a hybrid position where you're in the V32, but you've taken also say a rock posture. In this case would be adding a butterfly at the money or above the money at the case may be. So you're sort of in both, but you're trying to take advantage of what you're seeing in the market. But recognizing, like what John said, how each of those trades independently work. So what I want to do, so I don't want to go through those unless you do, John. I was thought I'd just go right into to sure. setting up for the examples. Sure. So here is a slide that uh, is from 2017, where we've identified opportunistic entries, and we'll just work from from left to right here. I know you can't see the left side of the chart, and the, but- and the, Just yeah. as a side note too, the points that he mentions out here, I mean, we do this in the Market Outlook webinars market outlook. every week, right? We come yeah. in here and we, and we take a look at the patterns in the marketplace and we identify the support levels, resistance levels and where the market's likely to turn and so forth. So. Yeah, like for instance, John is saying, let's say, you know, we're here in, in live time, right? And John's doing the market update and he says, you know, we've got a support level here. If if the market pulls back, then this is a good area to get some long deltas, V32, Super Bowls, whatever it may be. Um, John may also say, let's say we're right here and he's doing the market update. This is supposed to be a resistant area or actually it's not necessarily resistant at this point, but it is a swing high where you could expect the market to back off a bit. But if it breaks through, that's also a place we would possibly get long. So yeah, that's a good point. The market outlook that John does every Sunday gives you ideas on where you can make subjective entries. So my uh, the first one is, this is a support area and I'm gonna do an example of how you can combine a couple of strategies and take advantage of this. And there's another one. My other example is this double bottom. And then I'm gonna show you a different way to combine the V32 with another strategy. And then using some, um, price pattern targets to also help identify how the market may behave and how we want to take advantage of it. Um, obviously, there are some several other areas in here I wanted to point out. This is a breakout here. Right here, you could get long deltas. The V32 works really fine here. You've got a retest here. You know, this is something where you, if you haven't already in the trade, you can enter or you can put in some downside risk or any number of things you can do to add positive deltas or get positive delta in your trade. And then these are these opportunistic trades or these subjective entries are nice because you know when you're wrong fast, right? So you can, let's say you enter on this, this day, like you're really astute, you've wicked down into this support yet at near, uh, the, but you closed higher. So you've set it in a wick that could be interpreted as, as a bullish signal. And you don't necessarily want to wait on confirmation this could be a little bit more aggressive. You enter here, but if you close or breach this tail, you're out. Small yep. and fast. 
So that's another big advantage just in general, subjective trading. Whereas if you were to enter on this candle at the close here, now your stop may be way down here. So that may be more risk than you're willing to take, or it's somewhere here in the middle and you get shaken out. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the strategies they have here, right? When you're completely not subjective, you're 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 put yourself in a situation where you have to take a five thousand dollar loss to realize a five thousand dollar gain. And the reason right. you have to allow the loss is because the market normally moves, you know, st statistically will move a certain amount. Right here, you also combine the technicals, so you can set up the same trade, but but you can you knock yourself out rather than taking a five thousand dollar loss, you knock yourself out at a you know, a five hundred dollar loss, right? Um, right, and you say, well, that wasn't going to work out. And then, of course, sometimes you get whipsawed, it goes back up again. Then you can hit the trade again, but right, uh, right. So, so it's it, it's a whole different dynamic where you can make a lot more profit and keep your losses much smaller. Right. I mean, I'd rather much rather be entering a V thirty two with the bullish posture down here than I would up here. Right. Absolutely. But a lot of people do that. Right. We're broken out. We made new highs. OK, now I'm going to get in. And that's exactly the opposite. You know, that's kind of chasing the market. Mm -hmm. Another example of how you can time for exits or putting on upside risk or converting into different strategies is when you have um, an identified resistance area. Actually, on another chart, I'll show you, I believe this is a price pattern target up here. Which we, is, yes. which we use to identify areas where the market might back off or push back. So if I'm in a V32, let's say I've, I've ridden that thing from here, or maybe I you know, was more conservative and entered here on a pullback, I'm wanting to, to exit or otherwise mitigate my risk up in here because I've got a price pattern target. And then here, this is a clear, well, well let's show another entry here. We'll just do it in order. Another double, this is a break, former breakout area double bottom, we revisit that, we wick through it and then close the day. You know, this would be a great day to enter because you, you've breached this far and then by the end of the day, you close way back above it. That's bullish. Yeah. Um, and then you work your way back up into this area. We test this prior high and then we start to fall away. So you could, again, either exit or drop out of the V32 and get in a position that takes advantage of something where the market's gonna push away with like a bearish butterfly. Um, okay, let me back out of that and bring in my actual charts. That was, these are live charts or it's not, it's 2017, but it's not a slide. And I want to demonstrate uh, the first example that I have. So we have a support level that we have identified here. It's the same as on that PowerPoint slide. The market comes into here and it comes back down. And I want to get long as the market comes into this level. But I've also identified from here and here price pattern target that I've measure off a measured move from here to here, which puts it at about up to here. And I also have a pretty good resistant area, right? So right here, I say I've got a uh, resistance and a price pattern target. So I know this V32 is not just going to run, the market's not going to run to the sky and I can just uh, play the positive delta. There might be some other things I can do to enhance this trade. And that's what we'll show you now. Is this making sense, Sean? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So right here, I've got a trade. This is 2017. And 
And that is that day the market pulled back uh, 8.21 into the support area we identified. Now, I wanted to enter as a Super Bowl. A couple of reasons you might want to do that. It's a lot less risk to enter the trade in case I'm wrong. I want to do a different color. A lot more, a lot less risk, right? It's just $3,000 risk rather than just enter the, you could enter the V32, just showing you subjective um, examples and some different ways to play it. Now, you could also argue that you could do this as a 10 lot and have $10,000 of risk. But I wanted to keep this conservative because John points out in the program, when you're doing trades, you want to match the strategy's exit loss trigger, which in this strategy is $2,500. So our max loss or exit loss trigger. If you're doing, if you're morphing or moving into another strategy, like the rock, the bearish butterfly or super bowl in this case, you want to, you want to size it according to the same max loss as the B32. Do you have any comments on that, John? Yeah, absolutely. Cover yeah, that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's important for everybody to realize that you don't trade based on how much you want to make. You trade based on how much you're willing to lose. Yeah. Or you don't just stick on 10 lots because that's what you saw in all the examples. Exactly. exactly. Right. So, but I did want to point out if we wanted to do, you said, okay, I, I did the three lots because that's, if we totally lost this trade, of course, it's 39 days. You're not really going to lose it, but let's say it did. I'm going to lose about the 2,500, right? It's closer to 3,000. But so I sized it. It's being conservative. You well, could have sized it up higher. Stephen, what do we love about the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl is you have a structural risk that's very low. You have so, structural risk. You can't lose any more than that. I like to do that at support areas because um, the, the support areas, if it breaks, especially if it's a really important area, is the, is the area where you're likely to get a really huge down move. Right. And I don't want to be... You know, I, I'm bullish bias. I'm bullish bias in the marketplace, but at the same time, I don't want to put myself in a position where if I get the breakdown, I'm going to draw. If I, you know, if I have an exit loss trigger, twenty five hundred dollars, but if I get this breakdown of you know hundred points in the Russell or whatever, then I'm going to lose four thousand dollars. Right? Right. I don't want to put myself in that position. So this is a way to avoid that. Right. With your so here's the ent- exactly. So to build on that, here's the entry. It's. Uh... 5, 18, 17. Is that, is that what we have? Let's Make sure five, I got the right. Your August. Oh, wait. I may be 21. on the wrong example. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Get a lot of these. That's the, that's the rock. Let me, let me back. Let me back up. I apologize. I had the wrong trade up. Um, but you know, that principle can be used in that situation, or maybe you didn't use it in the new example. We don't know, but it can be used. Uh, hold on, John. Uh, how you manage all these is always amazing to me. It's 518. 17. I, I made a mistake with my first one too, so don't feel bad. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I was on the wrong one. I'm going through the all, train going, what trade is this? I say, well, we'll see how it works out. <laughs> had it all prepped and ready to go and everything, right? So That's right. The, the premise uh, still stands to a certain degree, but let me set this up a, a, a little bit better. I had it set up right. I mean, you could certainly always get long in support with a Super Bowl could always get right. long in the support with a B32. That there's nothing different about that. What I what I want to to highlight here is I've identified a resistance level that's not far away from entry and a price pattern target. How can I take advantage of that 
in connection with the V32. So if I'm going to get in at a support, I want to have some positive deltas. So I'm not going to enter the rock, right? I'm not going to enter right. the M3. It's not going to perform quite as well. I want some positive deltas. But I also recognize I got a price pattern part, uh, price pattern target up here and some resistance. So what's a way I could get the best of both worlds? Take advantage of the market probably backing off. And so I've what I've done here as I set up a V32 just by itself, I may have rolled back some of the upper longs. So I'll see what the Delta is. Yeah, so if you guys can see, that would be the V32 by itself. Mm -hmm. So it's well on, well within capital parameters. It's nice. Uh, it's actually just positive Delta. Pretty crazy, right? This is the point I'm talking about. It's barely positive Delta and we're 43 days out. John just did an example with you guys where he was eight days out and it was like 20 Delta. <laughs> I mean, right? It's yeah, yeah, different crazy. day. It's a different, different environment. A whole different world. Yeah. <laughs> when I was doing these examples, I was like, wait a minute, is something wrong with the software? What is happening? It's, it's you know, I mean, you haven't back tested in this time frame, and you realize it just really drives the point home how these different environments are. But you know what? We're still going to make money. We're still going to, there's still opportunity. The risks, we're going to manage our risks the same, but we're going to recognize how to take advantage of this opportunity. So I've done that, but notice that if we get up in this area that I think the market's going to stall and pull back, so that 1410, um, 14, 15 area, this trade's going to be a little challenging. I don't know if I want to fight it. Well, I, is that the best use of what my market expectation is? And so the answer is no. So what I've done is I said, why don't we add a butterfly? I believe in this case, it's 50 points above the short strikes and see if we can get the market to stay around in this region and take advantage of it. So let's just, we'll go day by day here for a little bit. And you can see the market's heading up. We're at 1380. Hanging around. Notice how this is bending. I'm getting I'm getting gamma and I'm getting this negative delta. Remember, I'm in rock. I call it 32 rock. I'm hybrid rock in V32, so not positive delta. And mind you, the uh, delta limit on a rock is 180. So I'm right. Not so you're kind of using that as a, as a guideline of where you might get to trouble the upside because you know that exactly. strategy works well. Exactly, exactly. Right. And there's some different ways you could do that, handle it to the upside by continuing to add the butterflies. I don't do that in this situation, but I still manage my delta in a responsible way as it aligns with my market opinion. Okay, we're getting a little value in here. Delta's kind of hanging in there. Backed off a little bit. So we're, let's see, we're May 30. Let me, let me update us on the charts. So we entered here, May 30. So we, we went up, hit the top of this break breakdown candle and now we're backing off. And I believe the next day is gonna be, uh, yeah. So this was a day where the market really backed off but then recovered. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you're just looking at it day to day, you're like, oh, the market didn't move. And you're like, uh, scared the pants off some people. Look at that wick. You almost came back down to your yeah, entry. That's a, that's a big tail. Yeah. That's a big tail, but that's also good information. So uh, we are 
a little bit of negative delta, but because of that recovery, it's putting that wick that was put in, that's bullish to me. People can interpret it different ways. I'm interpreting it as bullish. And so I want to take advantage of that. So I rolled some of my upper longs in my V32 down to take it from negative delta to back to positive 22. Because my expectation is, is we're going to rotate back up into that uh, resistance and price pattern target. Okay. Did you have a comment? No, no, that's, that's good. Okay. Just... So the next day... Oops. Is this day a ripper, an igniting candle, right? Yeah, huge. Um, you could also do another price pattern target off of this, but they were pretty similar. So I thought I'd just keep them the same. Um, pretty bullish move, right? You wick down here and now you're continu continuing up. But I'm still holding my thesis that this area, 1400 to about 14. So call it 20 is going to be resistant. Now my price pattern target is 1426. Right. So with this big of a move, I'm sitting at 74 Delta and I'm also feeling bullish or my expectation is not feeling bullish. Scratch that. I, my expectation is bullish. I want to take advantage of that. Right. Your expectations go on a price pattern target for sure. Right. And I want my risk down here. I've decided now my I'm okay having, because people might look at that and say, wow, that's, that's nutty. Still under my $35,000 capital, but I'm willing, this is where I'm willing to lose. John talks about that a lot. This is where I want my risk because of that igniting candle taking off back up into the area that, uh, the destination that I feel is going to happen. So let's see. I believe I rolled that. Let's see what it looks I like. Do. You rolled it. Forward. Yeah, I rolled this upper um, butterfly up because I want to give it some room after that that large up move, uh, uh, that large candle. So I want to move move the tent up here and adjusted this back to some positive delta, still under. I'm still in a little bit of a hybrid. I could have added another butterfly and been more true to sort of a rock posture, but I didn't. Sure. And I could have rolled up the lower longs and taken the capital out. That certainly could have done that. And in fact, that probably would be a good exercise to see how this trade turns out. But I wanted to keep it simple mm. um, and just keep the, the butterfly and the, uh, above the market with the V32. So now we're at that 1409. So we're getting in that area where I think it's gonna hold. So I'm willing, uh, the market's gonna to back off or at least go sideways. So I'm okay holding some negative Delta here. Backs off a shade, got some negative Delta. Backs off a shade, it's at 1400. Notice how the gamma is getting pretty high, but I'm holding true to my thesis. Not panicking out. I, I'm willing to take the risk down here. Okay, now this is when we're really starting to test. We're at that 1415. We're really starting to test my thesis, right? So some people may say, man, I'm bailing out. I'm taking the money. This thing's, my thesis isn't going to work anymore. But this is when, sub, when you're a subjective trader and John really demonstrates That's what this. happens to your mind, right? Yes. Because yes. before you go into trade, you say, this trade's going here. And then when it goes there, you're like, oh my God, what if it keeps going? <laughs> right, right. And this is, I've seen John right. do trades where he's here for example, 
uh, in his trade. And I'm like, wow, I mean, I mean, if market goes down, his trade's shot. John's like, I, you know, this is my expectation of the market. I have a plan to deal with the downside, but it's not doing anything that is outside of my expectations. So I'm sticking to my guns, staying with mm-hmm. it. And that's, exactly. that's the trick. And that's what I'm doing here. You know, you, you got some 85 Delta. I think I corrected that Delta a little bit. Well, it's the thing, right? Because sometimes you get there, your risk is maybe a little bit high, but you're not yeah. trying to flatten the trade. You're just kind of kicking the Delta something a little bit more reasonable. Right. Maybe and I rolled down. I thought. Yeah. Exactly. I rolled down, just rolled down this upper long in the upper butterfly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I could start kicking this back up. I think I do later in the trade. It's pretty cheap to do. It's only 30 cents. So yeah, that's realistically, something. you should be up at uh, 1320 there. Yeah. Yeah. Start kicking that up. And I'm, I'm I think I did that a little later, but now see how it's holding. I'm not panicking. I'm at 60 Delta. That's still okay in a range. It's, it's kind of hovering around that. It's starting to stall uh, and meet my, my market expectations. Now this is when you get, you have to kind of really stand your ground. You got 94 Delta. Again, could have, could have rolled up these pretty aggressively as a fact, as a matter of fact. Yeah, you could really. I mean, that's just thirty cents right there. So you could go into something like that. Uh, Matter of fact, that would have been a good move because it doesn't really change your delta that much. You've taken a ton of risk. Right, it doesn't change the position. Yeah. Yeah. But at this point, I'm sticking to my guns, to my my thesis as the as a subjective trader. So we'll see what happens. Market backs off pretty good. Right. Values coming in. Yeah, so now it's backed off about 20 points. So it's played out as, as I expected. This is the position I was in on this day. Got some good value, about $4,900. And I believe now this is when I took out all the risk in the trade or a lot yeah, of it. Now rolled it's up starting to back long. off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. could have even rolled it up even more, right? Could have, Something. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're yeah. darn near risk-free to the downside. Yeah. Um, and now the trade, you know, this is trader's choice. You, you want to stay or go. It's get, get pretty risky, a little harder to control. You're 11 days. You know, you got pretty steep skew. So you could argue you get out there. I think I'd get out um, next day or so. So any, any of these days would have been a good day to exit that, right? Yeah, absolutely. You, you're, it's getting harder and harder to control the, uh, control the trade. Yeah, but you had a relatively short-term trade there, 30 days, pulled almost 20% out of it. So Yeah, see, and you can do stuff deal. like this, yeah. roll this up. Yeah, so, and in this environment, yeah, six, six out of 35, yeah, almost 20%. So that was a way of, of taking advantage of, of a trade that, uh, and matching your, your, your view of the market. And we can just kind of recap yeah. it real here. We entered here, we got the pullback, we stayed with it. And the market came, hit our price pattern target. Pretty amazing how these things work. Went into resistance, pulled back, and it just went sideways. And having that butterfly up there took advantage of this sideways action. Now, it was good that we didn't stick around too long because the market did go ahead and make new highs. I'd, I'd probably be out of that on the, on the 3rd or 4th of July there. Yeah. 
right. don't remember what it, day I got out because we yeah. pulled back off our price pattern target. And that's and then and then retested it. Yeah, that, that brings the probabilities higher to go to go higher. Yeah, uh, probably been out really here or down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, di different ways to to think about it and manage it. Um, but if we got time, I um, I can show this uh, double bottom entry with starting out as a Super Bowl. Yeah, because you already set showed the setup anyway. So yeah, let's see if I can get the right uh, trade the right date. The right date. So let's set this up again. I feel you, man. <laughs> hey, I, I, I understand. <laughs> Got to get that right date. <laughs> yeah. Walk walk through half a trade, and it's. It was like, oh, well, this isn't the trade I thought it was. The That's one okay. you intended. Lord. So I'll, let me set the technical picture up again. So we've got this, this support level we've identified. It's been pretty well tested here, 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 which that was our prior trade entry. We're coming back again. You could enter here. Um, I entered here. And the reason you could use here is you could say, yeah, we hit the support level intraday and bounce. That's bullish. Certainly could enter off there. Well, let's say you wanted some more confirmation. You got a bit of an inside day here. Again, went down to run down and test this level and bounced again. Okay, I'm bullish. That's good enough for me. But in this particular situation, maybe you say, I don't want to put on $25,000 of risk with a V32, and I want to just test the waters here because if the market, comes under that support level, I want to be out quickly. And as we talked about before, if I just use the three lot trade, my total structural risk is $3,000, which is roughly the, the $2,500 risk that we'd have in a B32. Alternatively, you could be more aggressive and say, okay, I want to size this up to 10, but if we break under, let's get that level. If we break under this wick, this candle on the 18th and the low is 1349. Of course, you got gap down risk. So there's two ways you could look at this. If you go close the day below it, well, you, three ways you could look at it, right? You could say an interday, intraday breach, because that'd be a third test of that. You might say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of this trade. If it breaches, if I can get this right, going to be down around what? thousand bucks, had a little volatility. Maybe it's a little bit more than that. Let's well, say well, volatility won't affect that negatively because of the structure. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking BWB. You, yeah. you got your uh, um, vertical. So you're going to be down about a thousand bucks. So that could be one scenario. I'm just walking through my loss scenarios. If you wanted to size this up mm. higher than the 3000, because you got almost 10,000 in it. So that's one scenario. Another scenario is, is that you close the day below. You wait to the end of the day. Let's say it goes down to 1335. Now you're going to be down about 2,500. This is where a lot of people I think can make a mistake as they say, well, I'm going to size this up. And if we close the day down one standard deviation, which this is, or two ATR, I'll be down $2,500. What you got to factor in is a gap down. What if you gap down below this? If you open down at 1340 and run down? And your your exit loss trigger is three thousand. You might be down quite a bit more than that. So I just wanted to give an example of how you could size this up, take advantage of your thesis if, if it goes 
meet your expectations, but also understand that you, you're not necessarily going to just get out at your at the loss you've identified. Does that make sense, John? Absolutely. Yep, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. So th this is why in this case, I just said conservative. Let's just go with the three that, laws. That's why we Super Bowl some stuff. Yeah, Super Bowl, yeah. Times. All right, so let's go. Let's just go to the next adjustment. Because look, if you're subjective, you're, the last thing you're expecting at a, at a supporter, especially if the market comes down hard into it, is that the market's going to stall. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, good point. So, I'm so why am I trying expect... to maximize theta if the market is going to be here in 10 days? Great point. I want some positive deltas to take advantage of it. And we got it. And look at all this little three lot. We got almost $2,100 in value just on three $3,000 of risk. Okay. And on this day, I believe is the September 1st. Where is that? We're, we're here. I've set a price pattern target that's in white that I set off of this candle. And this is a little cup and handle. You probably grab that off an hourly chart or you mm -hmm. could get it off the daily, obviously. But I've, I've decided that this is, this is a resistant area. There's some supply up here. There is a price pattern target. So this might be a good place to convert out of my Super Bowl, take the gains that I got it and get into my V32, which is exactly what we did. So, this is an example of how you, you kind of start a V32 out with a head start. I got a $2,000 head start. And I've identified, like I said, we hit a price pattern target. Might expect some pullback off that. So I'm going to convert in my V32. Still within the 30, if you're using 35,000, which I am in this case. Um, yeah. But you've got a flat delta for the stall. Plan kept exactly got a little yeah. negative delta, a little flat because I'm I've hit the price pattern target, expecting a little bit of backing off. So I don't want to be just full up um, positive delta. Backs off a little bit here. I don't know if I made a no. In this case, we're backing off, but my expectation is we're going to bounce. So I'm okay holding some positive delta here. And now we're starting to bounce. So actually, it's kind of sitting in the tent. You can see how mm -hmm. this thing reacts. Now, again, good opportunity to start taking out risk by rolling up the lower longs. Um, and I believe, yeah. So here, look at the big delta shift in the T plus zero line, how, how negative it went. We got that bounce. So the backing off has happened, and now we're bouncing. Obviously got a lot of negative delta. So back to V32. I did roll in the lower longs, but I could have been more aggressive. Got our positive delta. Well, you're within guidelines. So it's all within good. guidelines, same thing, negative delta, roll down upper longs, roll up lower longs, taking some risk out. Again, you could be more aggressive with it, but it's, you know, I got $35,000 plan capital. That's only 21. And again, our rollback point is, up here right um, it's why yeah yeah you're gonna have to you're yeah, gonna get so kicked back at, at, at I, yeah at about yeah i'm not four, i'm not waiting to get to here <laughs> i'm right. not waiting well, for short strikes out. Yeah. yeah we're rolling back a lot quicker so that's that dynamic rollback point we talked about so it's a built-in mechanism to uh, guard against the downside risk and i don't believe yeah so the market's continuing to move up. And at this point, it's just standard V32 and risk management. 
and making yeah. sure. And you're basically at your rollback point too. Yeah. So See, and I've taken out all the. going to knock you out according yeah. to the 32 guidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And at well, this trade, I think in the next day or two, I just exited because there's there's really no reason to carry this risk. You've maxed it out and you've made a nice little return on the trade in 25 days. So let's see where we are real quick. The 25th. So we got up here, we hit the price pattern target, we backed off and then we just did this number. So I think we were right here. So you're into this resistant area. Right. Which, you, you know, you might be willing to actually, um, Think of, of a, maybe it might want to stall there, but it didn't. It took right off. Yeah, so you, you would think it might back off here. It didn't. So obviously, you know, the prudent thing to do is take the trade off because you don't want to get in a situation where it's backing off with 14 days left and steep skewed. Yeah, um, yeah. So not in that environment. Yeah, no. Yeah, I just want to cool. see. Yeah. So we took that trade off. I gotta find it. Yeah, so $3,700 on that trade. And again, you could have taken out even more risk or gotten out a day or two earlier. But that's an, uh, two examples of taking in advantage of subjective entries and combining with other trades. Excellent. No, that's fantastic. Thanks for sharing that with us. You bet. And yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, and you know, this is an example of what we do in our pro membership too, by the way, for the guys who are interested in that. But, um, you know, we talk about it a lot also in the program. So, yeah. Do you want to hit some questions? That. Yeah, let's hit some questions here. And let's see, what do we have? One of the main differences between M3.4U and V32, I think we talked about that earlier in there. I mean, we have different types of rollback point. We have different entry dates. We have more aggressive upside adjustments in, in this V32 strategy and different uh, capital requirements as well. They're designed for different types of environments, but they can also be combined very, very effectively. Like just the example that Stephen was just showing where you have a V32 that pushes into a resistance and wants to probably back off, you can swap into M3.4U guidelines with a V32 very, very easily. The, the trading strategies I have in general are designed to link together back and forth because that's how I actually trade when I'm trading. Did I actually start this trade at the 10-day point? Looks like you were already up money on that day. Yeah. So that was the first trade example I did where I made a mistake. Yeah. On entry. Yeah. So bam, there you go. So I, I actually entered it when we showed second. Uh, John started short-term version 10 days to expiration. The day after entry was up money. Yeah, that's, that's the interesting thing, right? So you get up money really, really quickly on the short-term trading strategies, especially if you can get an entry on a down day when implied volatility is up and you get a relief day the next day, you can be up, you know, on your 30, uh, what, $25,000 trade, you can be up $2,000 like right off the bat a lot of times. Yeah. So that's another uh, comment just that I look like I started with an existing position, which I did at first. So, but we had other examples there. Uh, how do you defend the V32? If the market drops hard, you get out of the trade, you lose the trade, right? So that is how that is. So if the market moves down, most moderate, mo most of the time, moderate to fairly hard moves, you can end up rolling back and end up, you know, still winning the trade and doing okay. But that's the losing scenario for the strategy. And I would caution everybody that if you think you're in a strategy that defends the downside or defends the upside, I mean, you're, you're sorely mistaken, right? It, yeah. ahead, Stephen. No, I was gonna say, and that goes back to 
a principle that you always highlight is you, where are you willing to lose in the trade? Mm-hmm. Now, we're not saying be irresponsible with it. Absolutely. Because not. there's want to be irresponsible. Yeah. There's protective mechanisms, right? So there's a capital level that you have in the trade. There's a mechanism to take risk out of the trade by lo- rolling up lower longs. There's a mechanism of rolling back at the shorts if you're still in the 60-40 posture. If you're in anything less, then that rollback trigger, like John pointed out, goes higher. That's that dynamic roll trigger point. So, you know, first is the first defense to the big down move is recognize you're in a positive delta trade. (laughs) Make sure you're putting on a positive delta trade where the odds are not high that the market's going to come back down on you. So. Well, yeah, you can get that subjectively, but even so, I mean, no matter what you're trading, you have to expect to take your losses. And yep. when you go into the strategy, there's a certain amount number that you're willing to lose. And if you're in a strategy where you don't know when you're going to exceed that loss number, then you have a problem because you're not being realistic about what you're doing. Another quick comment, John, and this is something that, you know, um, I'm, I was an early student of John, still am a student. We're always learning, right, involving in this. But one of the things that took me a while to understand is when you take a pretty good loss on any of these trades, the very next trade is usually a very high probability trade. So what you want to do is not get freaked out. Let's say you took double max loss. It's one trade. It's one trade out of your trading career. We don't want to get wrapped around the wheel on that. And you have to make yourself mentally available to access an opportunistic trade. Like we kind of pointed out, like, let's say you're in the V32 or similar trade and we smashed into support like we like we showed, maybe that knocked you out of the trade. But you also want to be mentally available to recognize, hey, this is a good bullish opportunistic entry and I can make back that loss or make half of it back on the very next trade. Right. And the other thing you need to consider, too, is loss of income over time by trying to protect yourself. Mm, and opportunity cost, opportunity cost. There's a substantial cost to doing that, you know, trying to make it look like you can't lose the trade. And we show this dynamic in our X4 program. When you, when you go the V14, which is put protected versus a V17, which is not. And you can see that, you know, even this recent down move that we had in the marketplace, we have a V17 that's not put protected that actually made a substantial amount of money. We have a V14 that is put protected that ended up losing, a, not a substantial amount, but maybe half of its maximum uh, or exit loss trigger uh, on it. And, you know, that's put protected. That was supposed to help you against the down move. And right. you, you, can say, you can apply the same thing to ratio spreads or whatever. Um, where you, you're, it's, it's going to be a cost either in actual cost or if you're doing these free hedges with your, yeah. your ratio spreads, there's, a, there's, a, there's an implied volatility cost. And of course, you know, the, the amount of capital you have on that is insane. And those can be yeah. quite dangerous if you don't manage them very Yeah, all, all these trades that John offers have built-in mechanisms to, to protect mm-hmm. the trader, you know, and especially when your first trading is, you want to trade smaller size until you get the get the rule set down. Then when you right. go subjective, you want to be in some small size until you get a feel for how that works. So yeah, I mean, yeah, this, you, this you, is just general trading stuff, you know. I mean, right. you, you you're a trader. You, you if you're coming into this business thinking you're going to win all the time, you're fooling yourself. And then if you get to this strategy that wins a very small amount of money but takes these really huge losses, right. You're not, that's not going to work for you over time. I can pretty much guarantee it. I will work with traders for many years. Yeah. <laughs> you, you never, yeah. If you don't, 
if you don't give yourself the opportunity to make the big wins, all you're going to do is eat the big losses. And then, uh, cause you know, the other thing they do is they go to the sidelines. They're like, Oh man, took that mm-hmm. big loss on V32 markets crashing through. Uh, and then you look back at the charts a week later and you're like, wow, that was a really great bounce point. I could have gotten in there, but I got so wrapped up about, you know, the risk in the trade and try to, trying thing. to hedge it and mitigate it. Yeah. If you look at our risk graph, right. We had one loss that was $4,600, right? We have a, we have a $2,500 exit loss trigger. That's two times maximum loss. I can tell you that happened in 2020. I can also tell you that 2020 was one of the best years of strategy is, I mean, it was an insanely good year. It's almost 70%, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like in the seventies. Yeah. It was, it was insanely good year for the strategy. So it's, you know, if you're trading properly with the proper perspective, you shouldn't be overly concerned about, you know, having a big down move in the marketplace. It's just part of doing business as they say. So any other comments, Stephen? I think that's all I have for questions. Unless you have something. Yeah, no, that's it. I, I think, you know, this, I just want to make the comment that as with all of John's videos, he goes into more than just, the recipe of the trade. You know, he talks about combining it with other strategies, talks about, you know, the trading principles, controlling risks, some of the mental aspects of trading. So it really touches on all the, the three, three legs of the stool, like we'd like to talk about um, in this yeah, program. Well, you know, well, I'm out here to develop good traders, responsible traders who make money over time. And it's not just to show you a trade. And we want to try to filter all that into our programs, what, what it's really exactly. like. Exactly, because you really need to know that. You need to know that. You can't um, go in blind. Otherwise, you're putting yourself at risk. So, yeah, so I encourage you. This V32 Trading Strategy Program is an excellent program. And again, we have in the sale until October 19th. And to get that sale, you just simply go to the website, lockinyoursuccess.com. If you're, a, if you're a member, you can just go into your Go or Pro discounts, and it's going to pop up there for you. And then if you go to our regular site here, uh, trading courses, trading strategies, V32, and the information is there. And just a comment. Thank you for this interesting content. I have overthought everything and get my thoughts clear. Have a nice day. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay. and thank you, Ron, and, and uh, everybody else who's thanking us. Uh, we appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed the presentation. And I hope you take advantage of a special sale that we're having and yep. trade well. Thank trade you, Trade well, Stephen. everybody. Thank you, John. Bye-bye.